When it comes to real estate investing and especially wholesaling and flipping, most people only think in terms of making all cash offers. And while an all cash offer is very attractive to a seller, it requires the biggest discount, which makes it more difficult to get deals. What if there was an alternative way to acquire good deals that were not all cash? Well, that's what today's video is all about. Get ready to learn five creative ways to buy houses with little to no money. I'm also going to share with you my three-step offer process so you know when and how to make creative financing offers to motivated sellers. All of that and more coming up. This video is brought to you by Flipster, the nation's number one real estate software with tools for finding, funding, and flipping houses. Check it out now at getflipster.com. If you're new here to this channel, I'm Jerry Norton with FlippingMastery.com, and this channel is all about ways to help you make money wholesaling and flipping real estate so you can live your dream life. Be sure to subscribe and turn on the bell notifications so you don't miss new videos. In the world of real estate investing, especially wholesaling and flipping, the most common method to acquire discounted properties from motivated sellers is to offer to buy the property all cash. That means the eventual cash buyer is going to use their own investment capital or borrow some form of asset-based funding such as hard money or private money or a combination of both. At any rate, at the closing table, the seller gets paid off in full for the agreed upon price according to the contract. I call this cashing out the seller. The seller gets his money and the cash buyer gets the property, case closed. And when the real estate market is in an up cycle and homes are appreciating in value and risk is low, investment capital pours in the real estate, making it easier to buy real estate all cash. However, when the market is down, or in the case of coronavirus at the time of this recording, the fear or perception that the market may decline results in the money pulling back and tightening up. When coronavirus happened, almost overnight, many hard money lenders pulled back and decided not to lend on investment property, at least temporarily. Now, I did a video where I explained in detail how a disruption in the flow of money for investors makes it more difficult to buy investment properties. Now, on that video, I explained how to adjust when capital tightens up. I'll put a link to that video in the description below and you can watch it later. What that means is when the real estate market is negatively impacted, like with coronavirus, and investment capital pulls back, you as a real estate investor have to work even harder to raise capital for deals, and it also means you have to get more creative about how you structure deals. Remember, real estate investing is not necessarily about owning property. It's about controlling property. Wholesaling is a great example. A wholesaler doesn't own the property, they own the contract, and that contract is a valuable asset that is controlled by the wholesaler. Well, on this video, I wanna share with you five different alternative or creative ways to acquire or control real estate where you don't cash out the seller. While creative financing strategies work at any time during a downturn when investment capital is harder to get, they are even more important to use and have at your disposal because it gives you more options and more opportunities. The basic premise of creative financing is this. You as the investor or buyer tell a seller the following. Rather than get you all of your money now for a lower price, cash, if you are willing to be flexible and wait to get some or all of your money until later, I can pay you a higher price. Now, if the seller doesn't need all of his money now, they may be willing to wait to get more money later. For example, let's say I meet a seller who wants to sell his property. I could offer to pay all cash and close in two weeks for $50,000. Or I could offer him $60,000 in exchange for letting me control the property and wait one year to get paid. 
It comes down to how badly the seller wants his money. 50,000 now or 60,000 later. If you as the investor have to come up with the cash now to buy the property, you need a bigger discount, $50,000 in this case. But if you don't have to come up with some or all of the money now and have time to get to control the property, you are more than willing to pay more, in this case, 60,000. It's all about the time value of money. So let's break down the five different methods for getting deals using creative financing, and be sure to stay to the end of this video because I'm also gonna share with you my three-step offer process where you first offer cash and then follow up by offering creative financing. It's really powerful, and I'll also share with you a mind map with these steps broken down with the best way to use these methods. Now, one thought before we get into the different methods. These strategies can be no money down or little money down. That is up to you and the seller and is completely negotiable. The first method is used when a seller owns the property free and clear and doesn't have a bank loan. You'd be surprised how many people own their properties debt-free. It's estimated that 30% of all homeowners own their property free and clear of any bank loans. Now in this situation, the best creative method to use is called seller financing or owner financing or sometimes owner or seller carry. It means since there is no lender on the property, the seller is gonna to agree to sell it to you at a specified price and then finance you on the purchase. So for example, you and a seller agree on a price of 150,000 with 10% down at 6% interest with a two-year bloom, which means the loan is due at full at the end of two years. So you would put 15,000 down to the seller upfront, which is 10%, and then have a loan on 135,000 at 6% interest. So now you're making a monthly payment to the seller and you have two years to pay it off. Not only is the seller getting a higher price for doing a seller carry, but they also earn interest until you pay it off in full. Seller financing is one of my favorite methods to use when buying vacant lots for my new construction projects. I found that most lot owners don't have underlying debt and have owned the lot already for several years, so waiting another year or so to get paid is for many worth getting a higher price and also start earning interest. If you wanna learn even more about seller financing, I did a video where I explained in detail how to use this strategy, and I also did a video where you can watch me on the phone with a seller where I negotiate and structure a seller financing deal on one of my fix and flip projects. Now I'll put the link to both of those videos in the description box below and you can watch them later. The second creative financing strategy is when the seller doesn't own the property free and clear and does have an existing loan on the property. In that situation, the seller can't do seller financing because there is already a lender on the property. Instead, the creative strategy is to do what's called subject to, which stands for buying the property subject to the existing financing. In its simplest terms, this is taking over the payments. In essence, you, the investor, take over all of the responsibilities of the property, such as taxes, insurance, etc., including the monthly loan payment to the lender. Now, if there are back payments for property taxes or for the outstanding loan, you would agree to bring everything current. You could even give the seller some cash at closing called cash for keys, like five dollars to $10,000, assuming there is enough room in the deal. Again, everything is negotiable between you and the seller. Of course, once you sell it, the original underlying debt between the lender and the seller must be paid off, but in the meantime, you take over control of the property. 
The subject to method is most commonly used when a seller is in pre-foreclosure where they are behind on their loan payments and the lender has started the foreclosure process. And if you'd like to learn this strategy in greater detail, I did a video where I break it down for you, link in the description. The third creative method to acquire properties is using a land contract or contract for deed, which is similar to seller financing where the seller carries the financing for the buyer. Now the biggest difference is with a land contract, you don't actually get title to the property until you meet the terms of the land contract and pay off the loan. So it's more favorable for the seller. In the event of a default, rather than foreclose like you would with seller financing, with a land contract, the process is much simpler. The seller would file a court action called a land contract forfeiture in which the buyer would forfeit all of the money paid to the owner, including any down payments, and the seller would get back the property. Now, if you'd like to learn more about this strategy in detail, I also did a video where I break it down for you, link in the description. The fourth creative method to acquire properties is using an option agreement. Now, an option agreement obligates the seller at a specified price for a specified time, but not the buyer. Now, to be valid, the buyer gives the seller an upfront option fee, and if the buyer decides to exercise his option and buy the property, his option fee would be applied to the purchase. If he decides not to exercise the option and buy the property, he forfeits the option fee. Of course, the option fee is negotiable between buyer and seller. So for example, if the option is for $225,000 with a $2,000 option fee and you have 90 days to exercise the option, then during the 90-day window, the seller cannot sell the property to anyone else. However, if you don't exercise the option and buy the property for $225,000 before the 90 days is up, the seller keeps your $2,000 option fee and can sell the property to someone else. Now, options are great to give you more time to secure funding or wholesale the deal to a new buyer. Now, another version of an option is a lease option. Now, this is a two-part agreement to rent the property for an agreed-upon monthly rent with an option to purchase the property at a locked-in price for a specified time frame with an option fee. Now, this allows you to take immediate possession of the property, but remember, for investing purposes, you do not own the property and you cannot make improvements without approval from the seller. And if you'd like to learn more about this strategy, I also did a video where I break it down for you in detail, link in the description. The fifth method is primarily used for fix and flip, and that's to partner with the seller. Now, typically what this looks like is the seller provides the property at an agreed upon baseline price. Then you come in and provide the money needed for repairs and manage the rehab work. And then when you sell the property, you split the profits. Now this can be beneficial to the seller because all he has to do is provide the property he already owns and he doesn't have to put any money into the deal and he gets half the profit. And it can be beneficial to the flipper because he doesn't have to come up with the funding to buy the house just the rehab cost, but he has to split the profits with the seller. I've even done it where the seller not only provides the house, but also the funds for the rehab. All I did was manage the rehab and got it sold, and then I got half the profit. And if you'd like to learn more about this strategy, you guessed it, I did a video where I break it down for you, link in the description. Now, in addition to the videos that I referenced that go into greater detail about all of these creative financing strategies, I also have a step-by-step -step guide that covers each of these methods in detail that I'll give you for free. To download it now, just go to creativefinancinghacks.com. All I ask in return is you leave a comment and say, thank you, Jerry, you are a flipping genius. Now, all of these strategies allow you to get in and out of deals with little to no money down, but how and when do you offer a creative financing solution to the seller? 
Great question, I just so happen to have the answer. Using this mind map I created, let me review with you my three-step creative financing offer process. And be sure to keep watching because I'm gonna tell you how to get this for free to use as a reference when you're making offers. Step one is when I'm ready to make an offer to a seller, I always lead out first with my all cash offer. I tell the seller, I and or my investors and partners can pay all cash to buy the property as is and we can close quickly and even pay all of the closing fees. Then I give my all cash offer following the typical wholesaling or fix and flip buy formula. This establishes a low price baseline to work from with the seller. Step two is immediately follow up with what I call the creative financing probe. Now I do this regardless if the seller accepts, rejects, or counters my cash offer. My probe question sounds like this. Mr. Seller, I did wanna let you know that there's an option where I can pay even more for the property if you're willing to be flexible on terms with me. Is that something you'd be interested in discussing? Now in most cases, that opens the door with the seller to at least have a conversation. Step three is to tailor the offer to the seller's response. If they are not open to discussing creative financing, then I stick to my original cash offer price. If they agree, then I move forward and execute an agreement and then wholesale it. Or if I'm gonna do a fix and flip using hard money and or private money, I fund and close on the purchase. If during my cash offer negotiations, I get close to my desired offer price, let's say within 10%, but I can't get the seller down anymore, then I'll execute an option with a low option fee. This gives me time to try and wholesale the deal. If I can't, then I don't exercise the option and give up my option fee. If the seller is interested in creative financing and he has an existing loan in place, I'll either do a subject to structure or maybe partner with the owner. If the owner owns it free and clear, I'll either structure a seller financing or land contract or I could also partner with the seller as well. Once making a creative financing offer, the seller can decide which offer is better for him. It really comes down to this for the seller. Do I want less money now or more money later? Now, if you'd like this mind map for free, leave a comment below and say, Jerry, thank you for your wisdom. You are a flipping genius. I want your creative financing mind map. Now, when it comes to how much more you should offer for creative financing, it all comes down to how much the seller will carry and how much additional funding is needed to do the deal. The question for you as the investor to consider is, how much is it worth it to you to not have to raise additional money for the deal? Now, I'll pay the most if the seller is willing to do 100% financing and I don't have to bring any money to the deal. I'll give you an example. I did a creative deal a few years ago with a seller who owned four vacant buildable lots in a subdivision where I was building and flipping a lot of houses. Now, he had the lots listed for sale for $200,000 each, but no one was buying them. They had been sitting for over a year and not selling. So after making a low cash offer, I told the seller I would buy all four of his lots for full asking price if he would do no money down and no interest and wait to get paid until after I build and sell new homes on them. Now in that situation, the seller agreed and I did a no money down, no interest loan on all four lots. To him, getting full price later on all four lots was better than not selling them at all or lowering the price. Now for me, paying full price was worth no money down, especially since I got a 100% construction loan to build the new houses. So every situation is unique and it really comes down to your intended exit and how much cash outlay you have to make and what you're able to negotiate with the seller but as a rule of thumb, a standard formula to use for creative financing is 85% of the ARV, less repairs. So if the ARV on a deal is 350,000 and repairs are 35,000, I would offer 262,500. Now, if you haven't yet, 
Make creative financing an integral part of your business this year and going forward. To help you with that, don't forget to get my Creative Financing Hacks Guide. Just go to creativefinancinghacks.com to download it for free. And if you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe to my channel with hundreds of videos here on the channel. This is the number one channel on YouTube for all things wholesaling and flipping. And remember, it's not about the money, it's about having the time and freedom to have, be, do, and give everything God has in store for you. That's really what it's all about, and I'll see you on the next video.